What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is Wednesday, November 15th, Thanksgiving. Next week, the boys took a little hiatus. We're back. Bushy-tailed, bright-eyed. Uh, Pete with a little more hair. That, uh, that kind of caught me off guard in the pre-show meeting. Uh, but the Big Rigs are back. We're excited for today. A fun-filled episode. Um, boys, welcome to the show. How are we feeling? Rick, you're gonna start off with a with a hair diss. That's how that we're was not this thing. That was not a diss. That was a compliment. Yeah, uh, it was. It felt sarcastic, Dean. What do you? No, think? it looks. It looked good. A backhanded compliment, if I've ever heard one. Yeah, it was not. It was. It was. Yeah. Hair looks good. I don't go any lower right than that. But I don't. I don't go that low when we haven't talked in a while. You <laughs> no, know? I was talking I'm, about your head. More like a good to see you. But uh, it yeah, is good to see you. I'm ready to rock. I'm feeling. Pete's good. wearing Michigan gear. Uh, yeah, we'll America's get to that. team. America's, America's team. team um let's start with the nfl boys um we're over halfway through super bowls in a couple months um <laughs> a couple weeks <laughs> it feels like a couple weeks um our teams all suck um some of them suck less um i will get this out of the way the patriots are done uh it's a it's a crumbling in new england maybe not the likes of which we saw this dynasty ending but as they say, all good things come to an end. A lot of reports about Belichick being out and this and that. He wouldn't make it home from Germany. Well, he's home from Germany. He's still our coach. Um, but we got a quarterback problem. We have a massive quarterback problem. Um, but we don't have a draft pick problem. Uh, they were projected third. Buffalo losing on Monday night helps the strength of the schedule for the Pats. So we're third in draft pick. Um so it's tough being a Boston fan. We're definitely hanging on to the Celtics and Bruins. Uh, I'll let you guys take your jabs um, at me. Um, is the dynasty done? The dynasty's been mm -hmm. done since Tom Brady. Maybe, maybe. Um, no, yeah, it was. It was done in what twenty nineteen? Is that when he left? It's sad. It's the the new lighthouse, the new scoreboard. Um. Feels like all for nothing right now. Um, there needs to be, there needs to be a, a cleaning of the house. Um, I would just say, welcome to the bottom. That's kind of like where I'm going to leave this. This is where most fans sit most of their life. Even the teams that are good these days, like the Chiefs, weren't good for a long time before Pat Mahomes. I mean, you think through like the Saints were really good, and now they're you know middle of the pack to bottom dwellers. Like all these teams, the Colts where they have Peyton Manning. The Broncos, when they had Peyton Manning, have fallen. It's you guys, you, you, you twenty years, you, you specifically, you know, given that this was this run was in the prime of your life. Now that we're on the back half of it, um, right when I met you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'll just say this: welcome. I mean, this is what real fandom feels like, and I'm glad you're down here with us, man. Like it's it's good to have some company, um, and it's even better that it's Patriots fans down here with us. I mean, it's just. It's just a welcome to reality, a welcome to the bottom, and get used to it. I mean, I don't even if you draft a quarterback next year. I don't. I don't think that 
turned your team around where you guys got a lot of holes, right? Quarterback's the biggest one, but there, there's holes all over that place, including the coaches. So um, fresh start. I mean, I would be looking toward 2030 if I was you. And, you know, just it's good to have you, buddy. It's good to have seven you. year plan. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been it's been what? Three years now of, of media. We made the playoffs two years ago. And you got you got beat 41 nothing by the Jaguars. So. Oh, by the Bills. By the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the, the worst thing for the Pats is that, you know, it's one thing to be at the bottom and acknowledge that you're at the bottom. It's another thing to be at the bottom, but think you're like still on the edge of competing. And I, so I think Patriots fans. I don't fans, think we are. I don't, are, I don't, I don't well, think we are. Yeah, no, but I, I think this whole di- talk about is the dynasty over. I agree with Pete. The dynasty's been over. I mean, we've seen. Cam Newton takes snaps to the Patriots more recently than we've seen him win a playoff game, if my timeline's correct. But now <laughs> it's like the dynasty's been over for a while. But now you're just finally starting to realize, okay, we're actually we've been at the bottom. We we just delude ourselves into thinking that we haven't been. So it's yes. hard. It's hard. It's Welcome. you know twenty years. It's not like a three. Like you're talking about the Chiefs and those are those are like three four year dynasties. Like we're talking two decades. So it's hard for us uh it's to, like being a yankees that. it's, it's like hard being, to admit that it's like being a yankees fan no i mean, we, I, mean I mean we won five rings in in 10 or 13 years i mean it was we're four years removed from a super bowl so and i think the thing that we cling on to is bill belichick i think once he leaves like i think it's yeah it's can we, it's for sure over can we do two things can we get out the shovels and start digging and just bury the patriot way because the Patriot way is officially six feet under. And then two, let's take a moment of silence. Uh, I don't think it is. We just, we just, we just cut let's, let's Jack Jones, together. our cornerback for not showing up to the hotel. It, it should be buried then. And it will be buried once That's Bill Belichick's fired. As long as Robert Kraft owns the Patriots, the Patriots will have the Patriot way. It wasn't the Patriot way before Bill Belichick showed up and Robert Kraft was the owner. So yeah, yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. The Patriot way was created by Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Okay. All right. We can we can agree to disagree, but so let's take let's just take a moment of silence for the Patriot way being done and over. Why what's why why are you so buttered about the Patriot way? What did it do to you? Because I'm just so sick and tired of hearing about the Patriot way for the last 25 years. Because it finally doesn't work. And it doesn't work <laughs> because you don't have Tom Brady. The only thing that made the Patriot way work was having a quarterback that won you what six rings? That's that's what that was the Patriot way. No one wants to go to New England. No one wants to play for old grumpy Bill Belichick anymore. No one wants to get fined for showing up five minutes late. You guys need a player centric coach to come in, a new wave, get rid of the Joe Judges of the world and the Matt Patricias of the world, and don't even think about Josh McDaniel coming back and just start from scratch and recreate what it what it is to be up in Boston and be a successful sports team because the Patriot way is over. I'll listen nice. to it, dude. I, I I can talk it, and I'll I'll take it. Um, I, I could put that on a poster. What I just said, yeah, and sell it yeah. in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> if you probably ball. misspell a lot of words, but a yeah. billboard. Yeah, I, it sucks. Um, you know, I come in. I talk a lot about a lot of other cities, Philly and um, Dallas, and obviously New York. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough, man. It's a tough tough sledding. I think you know it sucks to like walk, turn on Sunday and you know, 
uh, cheer for the Panthers and root against the Pats. Like that's not fun. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah. Welcome to to my life. The last. 13 years but i'd rather be where we're at than you're at you guys are in no man's land and you're like have fantasies of here here we go quarter, quarterback coming back and i yeah we're at we're at the bottom i think this is rock bottom um but i don't think we'll be here long our defense i just looked at our roster our defense is still a top five defense when healthy which it's yeah. not so it's not not defense, right now not defense not the problem yeah we need Dude, the jet the jets would be undefeated if we were healthy like what, what? Don't 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 bring me into this. Uh, if we were healthy, like I don't, no, think, they, I, don't, I don't care. I'm just saying, like you say, we have holes. We have offensive holes. Everyone's got health issues, though. So, Rick, you can't, you can't speculate that you'd be a top five defense. Why you? Why are you allowed to talk about injuries about when you talk about the Yankees, but I can't when I talk about the Pats? I'm not. I'm just saying that. Don't don't sit down and say it's because we're injured because we're losing. I'm not. I never said that. I just said. Wait. Don't bring Mike into this. Come on, Rick. <laughs> I just said when next year when we are healthy, we won't be rock bottom for that long. That's what I'm talking about. You guys are losers. You're always going to be losers. And we're going to be losers for one season. And then once we're in the AFC Championship game in 2025, and you guys are still – you probably have like Carson Wentz as your quarterback. You're still a loser, and we're done being losers. That's what I'm saying. All right, so you're calling your shot 2025 AFC Championship game? Think of it this, a bus stop, the loser bus stop. I'm sitting right next to you on the bench. The winner bus comes. We don't have tickets this year for the bus. Next year, I got a ticket for that bus. I'm hopping on the winner bus, and I'm leaving you at the loser station. Well, if we're at the loser station, you're at. there's got to be a bigger loser station because you guys are bigger losers than us right now. Yeah, so, we're, I'm, I'm at the I'm, – I'm I'm, you're, you're, you're hanging out with – you're hanging out with – the Panthers and the Bears. You're, you're, you're at we're losers, league. man. We're you're just at a different loser station than, than I'm at. So. We're just, con- yeah, we're losers. Yeah. Agreed. But we're going to be winners. I hope so. I hope so for you. That's what they all say. That's what they all say while they're sitting on that bench waiting for the bus. I've been for the winter for, bus. For, for 12 years. We're not on the winter bus yet. So We're not on the winter bus. That's a good analogy. Um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, I don't know. Um, what? What the hell did you think about that? The Bailey Zappi coming in with two minutes left, and then the fake spike, and then the INT. What? what did I you loved think it. About I, that? I, 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 it was just poetic justice of just like how much of a disaster this this organization is this year. I think Mac Jones was hurt. I don't think they would like they're that petty. Bill is that petty. I should take that back. But I don't think they would throw a cold Bailey Zappi in where he two could like drill. They could potentially win the game where he's never practiced a two minute drill. And just, just just the fake snap. I rewatched the fake. It was such a bad fake snap. I think it got called in. I don't think that was like an. Sometimes I think fake snaps are like quarterbacks' decisions, but I think oh, the yeah. bench the, the bench called that. Um, yeah. and it was just oh, he over exaggerated it and threw into like quadruple coverage. Um, but hey, if we're gonna go out, I would rather go on out at a fake spike with our backup quarterback. <laughs> Guns blazing. That was like. I, I, that was one of the worst morning games we've, we probably have ever had. It was bad. I couldn't even get out of bed. I was watching it on my phone. It kind of reminded me of the end of like the Raiders Pats, Pats last year. Remember that? Yeah, Chandler like, Jones, yeah. Jacoby Myers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jeremy's never going to want the NFL back after that. <laughs> well, I'm so tired of these, these international I, I got a question, games. Rick. suck, man. They've been, yeah, well, 
there even the Dolphins Chiefs one wasn't like a, a shootout, right? But there's been, there's been like one good international game. Yeah, but for the as for football purists, you know, we 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 like a little defensive battle. So, oh. um, I do have to ask though, Rick Mac Jones. Um, I guess this would be his what is it third or fourth year? Uh, fourth. third year. Third. No, he was in Zach. He, he was in Zach Wilson draft, right? Yeah. Okay. So he third year. Yeah. Third year. So going into his fourth. So before next season starts, I'll have to decide if they want to give him the fifth year option. Do they keep him as a backup? I don't know, man. I think, I think I've been reading that people have like ruined, like the Pats have ruined Zach Wilson. I mean, he's had three coordinators. You mean Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. What I say? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um, I think we've ruined Mac Jones. He's had three different coordinators, one of which was a defensive coordinator, as an offensive coordinator. So it's just like you know. Is he bad? Yeah, he underthrew like that Gasecki wide open touchdown by like 20 yards um, off his back foot with no pressure. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel the same way about like Justin Fields a little bit. This feels a little similar to him. It's just like he just has not been set up for success. But it's hard to it's hard to say that when I don't know that to be true. Maybe he's just a bad quarterback and he was a good college quarterback. And but I, I don't know. I do we keep him? Your opinion? Would you want to keep him? Probably Obviously, not. I, I think I it's think time. Ne- next year, you 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 have him no matter what. He's on the fourth year of his deal. Yeah. Then you probably don't I, sign him to the fifth year. I would assume. I could see. We I could potentially see us trading him for what a bag of rocks for like, for like a third round, conditional sixth, <laughs> a third, third round, round pick. Dude. You're out of your mind. I don't. Know, you know. You never know. I would get traded for a third rounder before Mac Jones would. God. I'm just saying, you you never know. Yeah, no, I know, I know it's not yeah. gonna be a third round. You never Condi- know. Conditional sixth rounder. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, maybe a fourth rounder. Yeah, uh, I don't know, guys. It's tough, man. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the Patriots because no one. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I yeah, I don't want to talk. I don't know why we led the show, but you. I mean, you led the show with the Patriots. That's what the producer told me in the pre-show meeting. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, this is producer by committee. The big rigs is produced by. We do, we do have some some breaking news today. Um, well, first off, the AFC North is is stout. Let's just good. say that. Um, One division. Deshaun Watson out for the year. Um, yeah, yeah. That's... Feels feels like that's going to hurt the Browns' playoff chances. Even though right now they're season ends today, they're in the playoffs. Um, maybe some good teams recently, but let's let's kind of go division by division. Um, thoughts. Who we think is going to win? Just quick, quick punches on each division. So AFC North, I think the Bengals are going to continue to roll. I know they they lost last week, but I think the Bengals, Ravens. This How Thursday, could they continue to roll if they if they lost? Got it. Got it. Okay. Bad 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 use of words, but they were extreme, they were the hottest team in football for so, like one week. For like three weeks straight, they won. Okay. Either way, right. Bengals, Ravens tomorrow. I'm just going to throw out there the winner of that game wins that division. I don't think I think the Steelers and Browns are going to fall off, especially with Deshaun falling off here. Um, but huge game. Steelers huge are game six tomorrow. and three. I know, but th- it's just not sustainable. They're um, fake good. They're fake good. They're fake good. So I feel bad for the Browns, man. Losing your starting running back, and I mean the Browns literally went all in. I was looking at his like cap hit this morning, so they restructured his contract this year to only hit 19 million. 
in like the next three years, his cap hit is sixty three million. Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun. Yeah. Like it's just like the worst case scenario ever. Like they can't, they're they're so tied. Well, they've won in spite of him. Like, if we're being honest, like they're not winning because he's putting them on their back. They're winning because their defense. Yeah, is but <clears throat> having like your, I agree. Your Make the contract still future horrible. Yeah. yeah, like you can't sign anybody else. So, um, yeah, Peter Walker. Where did he go to school? I forget, man. He's been in the league for a while, but he played in the XFL. Oh, did he? <laughs> he's I been he was... next. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't know about the division. Probably the Ravens. For being honest. I think whoever wins this Thursday is set up to win that division. Because if the, I believe if the Bengals win, they'll be tied with the Ravens for the division lead. With the Ravens losing last week too, I could be I could be a game off there. But no, I think they're. I think one of them has had their bye. I think the Bengals have had a bye. The Ravens have not. So I think it's off by like a half game. But gotcha. I'm going the Ravens to win that division. I think they're the best team. But they really fucked up by blowing that Browns game last Sunday. Like you're up multiple scores. You know, they throw like, they throw a pick six. Like, come on. Yeah. They blew I mean, that game. They were hottest team of football, probably. Yeah. They they would have been before the, that game. They would have been one of two teams with eight wins. It would them and the Eagles. Yeah. They blew it seven three. Uh, who do you think you said Ravens, Dean? Yeah. Yeah, I got Ravens. Rick, who do you think? I think the Bengals are gonna come out of that division. I think the Bengals yeah. are, they're getting think, stronger uh, by the week. <clears throat> I like I like the Ravens. Okay, let's move to the shout AFC. out Lenny. Hey, shout out Lenny. Does he still listen? Oh yeah, oh yeah. AFC East. I'm just gonna throw this out there. I got a little. Oh, oh my god, Tian, are you thinking what I'm thinking? The, the Raiders are gonna beat the Dolphins. The Raiders are gonna beat the Dolphins this week, dude. I what, love the Raiders right is now. What I'm what I'm gonna start with, and then. The Jets are going to beat the Bills this week. We've already done it once. We're about to turn the corner. I feel it. We're about to turn the corner. And what the, corner? Jet, the, the Jets play the Dolphins on Black Friday. Raiders beat the Dolphins. Jets beat the Bills. Jets-Dolphins is for the lead in the division. Just going to throw it out there. So I'm not saying the Jets are going to win the division. I'm not saying that. Who's going to be uh, a quarterback that game? I'm still saying there's a chance is all I'm saying. Um, but I do think the Dolphins end up coming out of the AFC East. I think they're the best team. The Bills are a disaster. I don't know where they go from here. Uh, Josh Allen. They're bad, he, man. They're, he's playing hero ball, and when he plays hero ball, he turns the ball over. Um, just They fired their offense coordinator. There doesn't feel like there's any structure within the offense. They've lost a lot of key defensive players to injury. I just, I just don't, I don't even know if they could be a wild card team. I mean, they gotta, they gotta turn something on. That's not five and five. Yeah, the Jets are a game back. They have the same record as the Raiders. Yep. There's some big rake stats right there, Dean. Wait, the Bills are five and four. Five and four. Yeah, I mean that is a big rake stat. (laughs) Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. (laughs) Yeah. uh, The Eagles uh, Chiefs game is gonna be very good. It's going to be very annoying to watch because it's just going to be a big D-sucking fest of the Kelsey's. Are we just are we just moving off the division and we're just going yeah. to the, the big games? I mean, well, I was thinking about the AFC East. That's what I was thinking about. Okay. 
Eagles and Chiefs are are not in the AFC. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sorry. I, I got East and West mixed. <laughs> Never eat soggy waffles or anything. Neither of those teams. Oh, yeah. The Chiefs are in the AFC West. Okay. Anyway. I thought he was on the AFC West. No. I just went on this whole thing about the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins. So. Well, I just thought you were talking about the Jets. Like, you normally do. Anyway. Yeah. Um, whoever, no one's going to even touch the AFC Championship in the AFC East. So I really don't care about it. Okay. Dang. I'm going Dolphins. Dolphins. I've been on the Dolphins the entire year. Yeah. Right, I like let's Dolphins. Shift, let's shift to Dean's division. Now the AFC South. This is AFC South, Rick. We got Jacksonville, Houston, Indianapolis Colts, and the Tennessee Titans, if you didn't know. Okay. That's the AFC South. Thanks, Pete. I love the Texans right now. Dean, how is it in Houston? We got a, we got Texan fever. Vibes are high in, t- in yes. Houston right now. Everyone loves CJ Stroud. I'm feeling a little bit justified because I've been saying Stroud was a, was a dude for a couple years now. But uh, wow, okay. Come, you, I you mean, get those receipts. Hey, yeah, run those yeah. tapes. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, this was this was pre Big Rigs, but um, wow. No, I mean I love the Texans too. The Jaguars just feel like fake good to me. Like, they got Molly whopped by the Niners. Yeah, they're six and three, but it's like no, it's like the Steelers, kind of like the Steelers. The the Texans beat the shit out of the Jaguars early this season in Jacksonville. So I mean, I like the Texans in this division as well. Um, I think it's gonna be whichever team can can beat the hell out of the Titans and Colts more. Do we do we think do we think that? Once people get more tape on CJ Stroud, he's gonna I'm not saying he's gonna fall off. I think he's I think he's good. I do think he's good, but he's gonna get counterpunched a little bit here in the second half of the season once people figure out what they're doing and why they're doing it and how it's working. So maybe he's had to deal with a bad offensive line, and let's also not act like his receivers are world beaters either. Like they've got Dudes you never heard of, like Nico Collins, Noah Brown, and then the rookie Tank Dell. So it's like well, Dalton Schultz think, is pretty good. Yeah, I know he's tight end, yeah. but pretty pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's elevating a quarterback that much. I think the quarterback's probably elevating him more. I, I see your point, but I mean, I, I think what he's doing with like the limited resources that he has is really impressive. And so it's like I think. There will be some coming back down to earth a little bit, but that that can be canceled out by them continuing to put weapons around them. Like I think Tank Tank Dell's, you know, a good block there in the receiving core, but uh, yeah, he may need a little bit more. But dude's thrown for like four hundred yards the last couple games. Dude looks insane. I got a I got a little stat that I that I like to live by a little bit. What's Let's your repeat? What? A team is strong if they could win on the road. Do we all agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. They can go into someone else's stadium, take a win. If you look at everyone's away record in the entire NFL, there's one team, one team that's undefeated on the road Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. That's a good point. I think, the, I think the Jags still win this division. I think Houston comes down to earth a little bit. They've proven they could win on the road. I know they had those, some of those London games, which are kind of kind of wonky, but I think people are counting out the Jags because everyone's on the the Texans hype train. I still think they come out of the South, and maybe the Texans fight for a wild card spot. But AFC is very strong right now, so we'll kind of see where everyone lands. 
Yeah. They have one more head-to-head matchup, and that's in Houston. I think that one decides the division. All right. AFC West, Rick. This is the uh, Raiders, the Raiders, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos division. Yeah. I think we all agree. Chiefs here. Yeah, probably Chiefs. I don't know, man. They're kind of a, a strange team. They're flying under the radar. I don't know. It's sometimes, like, these teams were, you know, Kelsey's going to Argentina and, like, you know, it's... talk about the Patriot way. That would, that never happened during that. It's just interesting that stuff feels like it's a little loose in Kansas City. Like, you don't think, you don't think Gronk was out doing stuff? No, he wasn't. I mean, there's literally like stories that he would come to the training facility after a night out party and then just like sleep on. Yeah, the but that bed. was that was under the wraps. Mm, okay, okay. Part of the Patriot way was controlling the narrative. So I don't know. It's just something to keep an eye on. Um, that division, that, that division's low key good. I mean, after the Chiefs, literally the Raiders and Chargers and Broncos are all half game apart, right? Yeah. Raiders five and five, Chargers and Broncos four and five. Broncos, Broncos look kind kind of good. Dude, Broncos are. They're a little feisty, man. They got Russ cooking, and you know Judy's kind of put his divas aside. And I mean, Cortland Sutton has stepped up and been a clear number he's one. He's good. He, I don't know. Yeah. If we expected that. Um, Defense is these. Defense is good. Defense is good. So, all right, let's move to the NFC. Um, we're we're all in agreement on the Chiefs there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. NFC East. Um, Eagles. Are clear favorites, obviously. Cowboys are two games back. I don't think the Cowboys catch the Eagles. I mean, I I think the Eagles are beatable, clearly. The Jets beat them. Um, and they've been in a lot of close games, but their star power coming off a bye, they needed a bye. They had a lot of guys banged up. So I think the yeah. Eagles keep rolling there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Cowboys just they just tune up on bad teams at home. It's it's all smoke and mirrors, man. They say Maybe. that but they lost the Cardinals. That wasn't at home, and they should have beat the Eagles. That wasn't at home. I'm just saying, like, I don't know that they should have beat the Eagles, but I'll say it's the Eagles. They feel like they're, you know, they're when they're healthy, they're easily up there as one of the two best teams in the league. But Dallas Goddard's out for a while now. Like, uh, is he out for a few weeks or season? I'm not sure. I saw the. Like broke his arm, and now it's like AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and Hurts. It's like if those guys get banged up. In Hurts's case, even more than he already is. And Julio Jones. What what happens? I mean, yeah, Julio, Julio and DeAndre taking, Swift. Yeah, and, and Swift. Swift. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of these guys are made of glass and Swiss cheese. It's like you know, asking for problems. So AJ Brown is so good. I didn't realize how good that guy is, man. Imagine trading he, that guy. Yeah, the he's him. so good. He's like his arms are. He's just like he's huge. Crazy. Uh, he, he looks even like he just looks even scarier because he has like the dark visor. Like some guys, like the, Dude, dark, the visor dark visor, just so accentuates sick. the vibe. That's oh, AJ. Man. There was uh yeah Devonte Smith. I'm high on visors too. Uh, Devonte Smith wears a dark visor. There was a guy on the Raiders linebacker who's wearing a dark visor. Pretty sick. The guy that had to pick. Yeah. Um that guy looked like he reminded me of like Brian Cushing. Remember that guy? Yeah, oh, he's uh Brian, Cushing, Brian Cushing's a North Jersey boy. Is got, he? Got, got, got kicked, what? Yeah, big kicked out of the league for steroids or a bunch of suspensions. <laughs> I kid was like juicing was that, for steroids. That kid was juicing in high school, dude. He was so. a psycho. 
Loves his butt. He, he hit hard though. I love that we got a Brian Cushing show. <laughs> he yeah, he didn't get that. That's the name I forgot about. I'm sharp today, boys. All, All right. right. Keep it rolling, people. NFC North. Uh, let's just throw it out I, there. I uh, the Vikings the... are 5-0 in their last five games without Justin Jefferson. It's um, a stat. It's coming back this week. Josh Dobbs. Dude, good. what a story, man. I, what I a story. They dude's just slinging the rock, man. Is he good or is he fake good? I don't know. I think he's good. Can run. Can run. He's a, he's I think cool. he's a guy that you, you put some pieces around him, like he can manage the game and, and make a few plays. I think what we're seeing is that Vikings had more talent, I think, than we thought, like just all around. I mean, yeah. you got to think early in the season, a lot of those games they lost, they were, I think they lost like four, they have four losses. I think all of them are by one score. Yeah. How about the Vikings? Yeah. 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 So, Again, last year, a lot of those games went their way. Early in the season, they weren't going their way with Kirk Cousins. But, I mean, they had a lot of talent. I mean, they were a playoff team last year. So, I think the Lions still – the Lions look very good. Um, I think the Lions won that division. But the Vikings are definitely in the wild card. Wild card, yeah. Conversation, yeah. conversation right now. So, And he's got a cool nickname, the Pasternot. Yeah, I mean, he's a rocket scientist. Is that what it's, is that what it's from? Well, yeah, he's he literally when he was out of the NFL for a few years, he like he was a rocket science uh, major, I think, at Tennessee. Really, and he was like working with NASA. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so he's a cool guy. I like that guy. He just seems like he's just like a cool guy. Yeah, you know, him? Maybe. no, I I just li- I like. Him. All right, nice. All right, let's awesome. go to the uh, the bottom dwellers of the NFC, the NFC South. Um, Saints, Bucks, Saint. So the Bucks and and Falcons, they're this Bucks division are four and, stinks, man. Bucks are four and five. Falcons four and six, and the Saints are five and five. That's how it is every year. It feels like that division. It's not like that every year because they had Tom Brady and Drew Brees like two years ago. Um, since they left. Since they left, yeah. yeah. But yeah, even with Tom Brady, weren't they under five hundred the year they made the playoffs last year? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um. I don't know who's gonna come out of this division. I, I'm kind of like I, I, I think it's like the Bucks. I think I like the Bucks. I, I like Baker. I like <laughs> he's got them cooking a little bit. He's got the fire. I hate Todd Bowles. I think he's one of the worst coaches in all of football. But um, he, Baker, he doesn't forget. He never forgets Todd Bowles. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a defensive genius, but he's just not a good head coach. So yeah, uh, I don't know that the Falcons feel like they should be winning this division, and they just can't. They can't close games. So yeah. I don't even want to pick this division because all these teams are so bad. Yeah, that's like, not even we're talking about. Like, I guess I, I guess I'll take the Saints, but fuck, man! Like these teams are all all trash. Like, yeah. and I mean, it makes sense. The Panthers, you know, can't buy a win in this division, despite how trash it is. Yeah, Panthers are bad. Talk about all an right. awful trade. All right, last one. NFC West. Obviously, the Niners had lost three straight. They got healthy. They got their offensive line back. They That's got Debo back. Um, looked very good against the Jaguars. And then the Seahawks are right behind them. I mean, I mean, the Seahawks are tied. They have the same. They have literally yeah, the same Seahawks, record. Scrappy um, man. Scrappy went against the commies. I the I feel like the 49ers always go through this like lull in the middle of the year where they kind of lose a few games and then they just turn it up and they're just primed for playoff push. They're they're the most talented team when healthy. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Chase Young, that's a cool signing. 
it's a yeah, it's a very cool signing. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think we all we all agree. Niners there. Yep. yep. Niners have a Niners have a plus one oh nine point differential. The Seahawks are minus one. It's like I think the well, Seahawks are Seahawks are playing above their pay grade so far this year. Yeah. Cowboys Cowboys are a plus one oh four point differential, second highest because they beat up on bad teams at home. Then the Ravens are plus one thirteen. Ravens have the highest point differential in the NFL. Yeah. Yep. Pretty incredible. So um well that wraps up the divisions. Um I just want to talk about the Jets real quick. We haven't scored a touchdown since the first quarter Dad. of the Giants game, which is a 50-yard screen pass. Um, and I think our last four touchdowns have been plays of like 40 yards or more, um, which is either a running play for 40 yards or more or a screen pass for 40 yards or more. So we virtually haven't scored a real touchdown, like get in the red zone and throw a touchdown. I think it's been like seven weeks, which is – Pretty remarkable, I would say. Yeah, that's a that's a tough stat, Pete. I it's probably <clears throat> it's hard for me to turn on the television and watch pay it, the pads, but it's probably even harder for you to like know you might not see a touchdown or there's a good chance you might not see a touchdown. I mean, the Raiders scored a touchdown against us, and I just literally said, I texted my buddy Patrick. I said, "It's game over. We can't score a touchdown." This is why you need Sunday ticket, is because they're not on red zone. What do you mean they're not on red zone? They don't. They don't oh, get. They don't, the they, don't, they don't get into the red zone. They've been and they've been on prime time. Like they've been on regular TV for almost every game. Besides, Dude, that was pretty quick. That was pretty that was quick. Good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so it's been a been a challenging offensive couple weeks, but we're yeah. still still alive. Still alive. Always alive. I mean, we're we're about a, we're probably a loss away from not being alive. So <laughs> Jets didn't hear no yeah. bell. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you guys. We're happy for you. Thanks. Scrappy. All, All right. right. Pete, thanks for leading us through that. That was good. Yeah, you said I have to be the host today. So <laughs> yeah, Pete was late. Pete was late to the show. All right, let's move on. College football. Um, we'll talk through this quickly. Nothing really has changed. No big upsets. Obviously, Michigan, 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 Michigan. Um it the the Big Ten kind of slapped Michigan's hand and uh, real fast, what did you guys think of that post com or post game uh, interview with the Michigan coach? I, I mean, my opinion is that the influence of John Harbaugh on that entire organization, Jim, it's, or Jim, sorry, Jim Harbaugh on that entire organization, he's easily mixed up, Rick. All right, John and Jim. Right? No, yeah, so, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'll be maybe John. Maybe John has some influence in there too. Yeah. No, I'll just say, I, I think that interview showed the uh, the passion and love for their coach, right? Like, I don't. It's pretty cool. I think a lot of instances like that would have been like, "Yep, like great win, great team win." Like, hope to get our coach back. Like, you could just tell he hey, did. Well, he was crying it, his eyes out. Yeah, he's crying his eyes out. We we did it for coach. Like that team hey, loves Lord. that team loves Harbaugh. Loves him. Loves and him. So does Ann Arbor. Hey. And so should the Big Ten. They're going to run this guy out of town. It's going to be the biggest – it is going yeah. to be the biggest mistake they ever made because they are national TV, prime time. In, almost they in are, every they sport. They are everything the Big Ten needs right now. With, oh, I know Ohio State's still playing really well, but everyone else in the Big Ten is pretty average. I would not I would even throw Penn State in there. They looked yep. average against – I would threaten to leave, leave the Big Ten if I was Michigan. 
Why not? Yeah, well, yeah, you have all the leverage. Like, if you're yeah. gonna be like so petty about all this BS, um, go ahead, Dean. I know you probably got some thoughts on this. No, I, I I love all of this by Michigan because I mean I think this was perfect to rally a bunch of college kids around. Like, okay, the whole the whole country is talking about how you guys are you guys aren't any good. You guys only you guys only beat Ohio State twice because you probably cheating. Everything you've done the last two years and at this point this year is because you were stealing steins and cheating and everyone's making jokes at your uh, expense. Your coach gets suspended. And then you win your biggest game of the season to to this point. And it's just, I mean, I I love the guys kind of rallying around that, rallying around Jim, rallying around kind of the, you know, the replacement head coach. Love all of that. And it's like, I I hope they kind of go scorched earth kind of the, the rest of the way because. It's it's really kind of ridiculous how people are complaining about this stuff, about the about everything surrounding you know the the sign stealing stuff for Michigan. I think it's stupid. So I, I love everything that Michigan's kind of been doing. Love it. Yeah, yeah, and it's super interesting. And um, yeah, it looks like he's not going to get one. Is it? Well, he might want his appeal, but. Yeah, it's uh, overall in college football, not much has changed in terms of the rankings. It's definitely going to get interesting with, um, you know, there's like four or five teams that could easily be uh, in the conversation with one loss. So, um, you know, if FSU wins out, Georgia wins out, you're going to have, you know, in Michigan wins out, you're going to have Ohio State with a loss, Oregon with a loss. Um, I guess Washington can win out. Um, Texas and Alabama. Those are kind of the the teams right now. Um, and Oklahoma, they just had their they had their chance to just yeah. get out of the Big Twelve without. I mean, they would have, would have had to beat Texas again, but man, they've just blown up. But man, yeah, Oklahoma's on. So, I'll say this: like things could get interesting very quickly. Like probably not this week because the matchups this weekend are kind of yeah. But like you know, last game of the season, certainly conference champions uh, championships because Georgia and Alabama. We'll play. So it's like if does a one loss uh SEC champ Alabama go in over over a Texas that they lost to, you know, at home? It's like, and then what happens if Oregon wins a rematch with Washington? You know, if you have undefeated Florida State. Yeah, it can know, get really messy. A, a one loss Michigan or Ohio State, like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be close. And it's like I think there's gonna be a lot of interesting uh Interesting games, interesting decisions. Because man, like Florida State, they have not looked that impressive this year. I agree. Like, you look, they, just, they just keep winning though. Yeah. It's, and it's like, like a Clemson. Like they just beat up on the ACC and they're not very good. Yeah, I feel like they really kind of lost out by the rest of the ACC just kind of falling apart. Clemson being mediocre, Miami. North Carolina blowing blowing some games. Duke. Uh, yeah. Like they needed some of those teams to, they needed a couple of them to have good seasons so that they could beat them down the road and their resume looked better. Cause really all they've got is they got the LSU win and LSU is, is bad. They're like, they're a above average SEC team, but you're hanging your hat on your season like that. So I don't know how you keep out Florida State though if they go undefeated. Right. You can't. I, think it's bad, I think it's bad precedent to keep, uh, leave out an undefeated. Power five, you know, I guess it's the last year of this format, but I think Florida State, they run the table they're in. I think whoever wins Oregon, Washington is in. 
Oh, maybe not. Cause you got, you got to think if Texas wins the big 12, like they're probably in. Yeah. There's going to be five teams unless. Yeah. There's, there's going to be five teams there. If Texas is going to be Michigan, Ohio state, Georgia, or Bama, it's going to be Texas if they went out and then it's mm-hmm. going to be the Pac-12 and Florida State, right? So it's But I think Michigan Ohio State the loser of that game doesn't if you don't win your conference champion, you're not getting in. Even if Ohio State wins? Yeah, if oh, Ohio both, State if both I, under, the Michigan's out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think whichever one of them loses cuz then you don't get the benefit of a conference championship yeah. game to boost your resume. Your season's just done. Yeah. yeah. And so I, whoever and I think wins that game is in. Like they're going to take a Pac-12 conference champion. But this oh. could, Oregon, this could get interesting because I think uh, Oregon State plays Oregon, obviously, like last game of the season. Yeah, the Apple. And uh, no, no, the Apple Cup is. Uh, yeah, that's a six versus well, 11. Um, oh, it's a civil war. It's a civil war. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like Oregon State, like Oregon Apple, is, good. Apple is Kansas, Rick. No, Apple is uh, Washington versus Washington State, the oh, Apple man. Cup. Apple Cup, Pete. Sorry. No, it's so, Pete. Come on, man. I thought they called or, or, the little or, apple, the little apple, Kansas State. They do, they Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right, Dean, go on, uh, Dean, go on. <laughs> well, say about Oregon State, they hold the keys to the Pac-12 getting a team in, 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 a, in a lot of ways. Because they host Washington this weekend, and then they go Oregon to State. Oregon the weekend after. Yeah, yeah they could kind of cannibalize all of it if they beat yeah. one of those two teams, and then the other team beats the other team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which would just be classic Pac-12. Be a little bit more delayed this year, like, and then I guess they wouldn't be losing to bottom dwellers. But I mean, they have three top ten teams in that conference. It's like whoever comes out of that is going to have earned it for sure. Yeah, I want to see Oregon. Um, I think Oregon's really good. Yeah, I think they're the most. And I love Dan team. Lanning. I love Dan Lanning. He's yeah. my guy. I think Oregon stands a better chance in the in the college football playoff than Washington. Well, if they if they if Washington loses, yeah, I'm just saying in the playoff versus the SEC Big Ten schools. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that piece. I just feel like they're a more complete team. I think Washington, is, you know, their offense is explosive, but they let up a lot of points. This is this is weird. I'm just so tired of seeing. This is gonna be weird. Rick's dumb facts. I do have a dumb fact for today, but when they like show like the playoff like graphic, right? It's just always all red. I want I want to see some green in there. Well, you got, it's you easy, got big, easier on you got the big blue, big blue. Yeah, blue, but blue green, like it just looks better with Oregon. Next time you see a, uh, uh, like that graphic. What about burn? Better. What about burn orange or purple? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, purple. It's not a primary color. That's true. Are we just deluding ourselves into thinking that a team's going to beat Georgia? I'm so tired I don't know. of Georgia, man. We just Holy like. Cow. Two years, ago, Bam, two years ago, Bama beat Georgia in the, in the uh, SEC championship. Then Georgia beat them in the national championship. So Alabama just shows up for those games, right? Like they just kind of skirt through the season. And then in Atlanta, December 2nd, Georgia-Bama, like you know they're coming to, to take take heads. So yeah, I think anyone could win that game. And I don't, I don't know how you don't put both of them in if Georgia – or if Alabama beats Georgia. I don't know how. Yeah, I, I, I think the Texas – that Texas win over Bama is going to fuck is going to really make it tough on the the college football playoff selection committee. Or at whatever, Bama, because, 
Yeah, because there's no way that Bama can go in and then a one-loss Texas like Big Twelve champ doesn't go. Like they even beat- if you think, even if you think that, even if you try to say that Bama got better since that game, which they did. Like their quarterback looks ten times better, but it's still a double double-digit win at the other team's building. It's like I don't know how you would leave them out. Georgia can take care of all that by beating Bama, but you know, fourteen playoff is so dumb. I'm so tired. I'm so glad we're done with this. There's probably going to be eight teams this year that deserve it. Yeah, it's going to be like so much better when watching playoff games. Like, it just yeah, it's just going to be ten times better. I'm looking forward to the conference championship games truly meaning something. Like, yeah. I think the, the new format is going to be what, like the the five Power Five champs and then three at larges or something. Yeah. I was like I was like I like that like make the conference championship games mean something rather than like some of these years where it's like one team maybe knows they're already going to the playoff like Georgia did against Bama 2 years ago and the other teams like trying to get in. You said it was yeah. weird games like where like it doesn't really matter. I guess it'll be interesting though if you have all of a sudden you have like some trash team like out of the Big 10 West or something that, that wins the Pulls the upset and also goes to the playoff. I don't even know if that'd be possible, but we'll see. Yeah, Purdue, Purdue stinks. We just beat Minnesota by 100. But yeah, we do stink. Cool. All right. Nice win. Pete just almost could. We weren't going to talk about Purdue, but Pete yeah, just, can't, just can't get I mean, in. Dean's wearing a Purdue sweatshirt. I, I wasn't going to talk, and I just saw that big old P on his chest and kind of reminded me that all year can, last year we had to talk about them every single week. and. They were good. Yeah. They were national news, just like talk, our basketball team is this year. Hey, but talk we don't, when they're good. Talk when they're good. Talk when they're bad. If you're a real fan, I still yeah, talk about the they're bad and the they're bad. Yep. So. Um, do we need to talk college basketball? I think it's too early. early. It's too yeah. early. I will some say this: games last night, I, yeah, I always, I always love the week of Thanksgiving for college basketball, like all like the the early season tournaments and stuff. I love, yeah, that. yeah, basketball. Yeah, all day. it's me. That uh, the Maui Classic has tons of good teams. Oh yeah, yep. Purdue, um, Kansas, Tennessee. Anyway, um, all right, moving on. Uh, let's do Rick's dumb facts. I was thinking of some about a few weeks. This is more of what I'd like to call f- some funny biz, some funny business going on. Not it's sports related, but not super sports related. Um, I think I've been pretty I've nailed my my dumb facts these last couple weeks, right? Yeah, set the bar high. Yeah, yeah, set the bar high. All right, so here's here's one of again, you gotta really hang with me during these. So I've noticed probably over the, like the last four, three, four years that merchandise, right? Merchandise of teams, this and that. Fanatics has has just taken over. Like there is no team stores anymore where you just buy it from the team. It's everything. It's through fanatics and there's something funny. There's something sketchy going on here about fanatics. So I don't know what's going on, but everything, like even if you go to the team store powered by fanatics and this and that fanatics, 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 I think like the level of the quality of merchandise has gone down. Um, and it just, I don't know what's going on, but I'm on to them. And it's just, it's collusion. It's monopoly. Everything's fanatics. I, w- I would argue, I got a fanatics jersey uh, a few weeks ago. They have a sports book now in some states. So 
I downloaded their sports book. If you you know bet a hundred, but Pete, would you agree? It's it's I'm, all fanatics. I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. There. All right, all right. Uh, I know you're about to talk. I, I ordered my free my free jersey. Got a Devils jersey. Um, it's a good. It's okay quality. It's not as good as the quality that I remember getting the jersey as a kid. Yeah. Um, but I would argue that the the jerseys we get from China. The DH gates of the world, whatever other yeah. sites people use, if if the colors and lettering are stitched on correctly, and if it's spelled right, and if it's spelled right, is better quality than 100%. the Maddox jerseys. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, which is but, crazy because you're getting it for eighteen dollars, right? And like these Fanatics jerseys are one hundred thirty, one hundred fifty dollars. But I agree. How, it, it, every 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 site you click on, like. The Yankees site, the Jets site, like yes. it's all fanatics everywhere what you turn. I don't know. I don't know. They just that's they, some funny bits. Yeah, there's some like licensing deal or something. I don't know if they went through the leagues, like they signed with the MLB, they sign or if it's a team by team thing, but they just took all, everything. I got I can't just buy like a normal it's the shirts, it's the hats, it's everything. I'm pretty sure the licensing agreements are with the uh the leagues because like whenever fanatics, whenever something is sold. The money doesn't go to the the team; it goes to the league, and then the league ends up kind of disseminating some of the cash down to the teams. My my question so, is: If I'm ordering a, a Nike Yankees jersey, why is it a Fanatics? I, that's what I'm saying, Pete. There's so Pete, there's that's something. what that that's what I'm saying. We need to dig into this further because yep, it still has the Nike symbol on it, though. Dude, it's there's something oh, yeah. like. You, and you I can think buy so. the jersey with or without like the Nike, and but when they add like the Nike logo, all of a sudden the jersey costs fifty bucks more. Yeah, it's one hundred eighty versus one hundred thirty. Yeah. And like, here's some more collusion. Philly, talking about Philly. So the owner of Fanatics is, is Michael Rubin. Yes. Who I think owns the Seventy Sixers. Yes. What Fanatics just took over? I was like, what? What the hell's going on? And it's junk, man. It's junk. Should we Quality has gone down. Should we buy a bunch of fanatic stuff and burn it and put it on the it's internet? It's just junk, man. That's why, yeah, we, we're a podcast. Dean Dean orders it through the sites, but Pete and I have ordered hundreds of jerseys through DHgate. It, you know, it, we're probably batting like, or we're, we're probably like 80%. 650, 650 700. Yeah, like 700. That's good batting average, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. That's, that's, that's my first one. Okay. My second one for funny biz is <clears throat> this is pretty deep in the weeds. So you guys might not know what I'm talking about. Every time, probably within like the last two years, I've noticed this, that someone wins a championship. Almost every championship. I, I remember the Nuggets. I remember Georgia when they won the Natty uh, in football. Uh, just recently, Corey Seager in the, in the, in the Rangers. The, the very next day, the very next day, they're at a raising canes. They're at a raising cane. The very next day, it's ha- it's ha- it just happened with Corey Seager. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how this guy's getting these people to raising canes, but it's it's almost like the I'm going to Disney World when you win a championship. But they're they got the freaking headset on, taking chicken finger orders at ra- every time. Is that the easiest place in the world to work? What would you like? A three-piece or a five-piece? How is this guy doing it? But how is he getting these people 
you know, you know, the next day you want to celebrate, they're going to a raising Cane's. I don't know. I'll be honest. I didn't, didn't, I, I know that some people I know, have, but I didn't, I didn't notice that it was, it was it's almost common. every time. Yeah. It's, it's like Stetson Bennett and, uh, Michael Porter Jr. and the Avalanche when they won, and and just recently Corey Seager's got his head. The day after, he's only twenty four removed, twenty four hours removed from winning. He's in a Raising Cane's drive through. Probably say, hey, we'll give you a million dollars to come. Probably is. I'm yeah. onto them though. Them and Fanatics collusion. All right, that's that's it for Rick's twenty. You didn't answer my question. Is Raising Cane's the easiest job in the world? Um, it's probably pretty easy. It probably doesn't, probably don't have to be very smart, Pete. Yeah. Extra cane it? sauce. Give me extra cane sauce. I used to be on the canes. It's not, it's okay. Okay. I agree. It's all right. All right. Uh, miscellaneous wrapping up. Uh, we had some good chatter about baseball. Brian Cashman could just continues to look like an absolute buffoon to the media um, agents are starting to recognize this. Players uh, are starting to recognize this. Pete, I know you've you've had your take. Not to get into baseball, um, we know why this guy has a job. Um, are you optimistic as a Yankees fan as it stands today? <sighs> no, the answer is no. <laughs> uh. I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. We don't have to get super deep into it, but he, Brian Cashman, all right. The guy's had 30 straight winning seasons as a GM. I mean, it's hard to hide that stat. Let's just leave it there. I think if you ask any Major League Baseball franchise, any of them, all 29 other ones, really, would you have, if you can have 30 straight winning seasons with five World Series rings, they would say yes in a heartbeat. Um, and I guess a, a lot of those were, were years ago now, but. He came off as as arrogant, um, as a know-it-all. He was he was talking down to the media, talking down to the fans, which I think is a big it's a it's a big no-no, right? And I think a lot of it goes back to we talked about the Patriot way earlier. Like I would say the Yankees have the Yankee way, you know, instilled in their in their franchise and their how they operate, just like the Patriots have the Patriot way in the way they they operate so that was very off brand for the yankees what he did um and i was you know hal steinbrenner had an interview before him very politically correct talked about bunting which i thought was weird but um cashman came out firing said i'm taking no prisoners if i'm gonna go down i'm gonna go down telling everyone that they're wrong and what we're doing is right and i didn't like it i didn't like it one bit um i think it's bad luck for the franchise i think if I'm i'm a player on that team I would want him to say, hey, like, we got to get better, right? Like, give the politically correct answer because that's the way the Yankees go about their business and work hard behind the scenes. Be arrogant all you want behind the scenes to get a fix. But if I'm a player, I don't want to come play for Brian Cashman. If I'm a free agent, why would I want to go play there? I mean, that's just, you know, the whole Stanton thing, I, I think it was a little taken out of context, right? He's, they said, hey, you know, is Stanton going to get hurt again? He's like, yeah, he, historically, he gets hurt every year, right? Um, so it's in the plans that he's going to get hurt, but obviously that got blown up. Stanton's uh, agent came out and said, this is what you get when you come to New York. Like just a warning to all the free agents out there. And a fun fact, he is the same agent for the guy from Japan. What's his name? Yoshi or Yaki. Yamamoto. Yamamoto. 
Yeah, same agent as John Carlos Stan. Throw that out there. Um, yeah. and, and he specifically said, just uh, heads up to all the international and domestic free agents out there that this is what comes with being a New York Yankee. So, and we need him. We'd like him, I'd say. Um, and that's you need some sort of pitching. That doesn't feel good. That uh, the same agent as, as Stan and. I don't know. I mean, the, the Juan Soto talks out there, like they're going to have to give up a ton. I, I don't know where, you know, what that deal looks like, but things don't feel like they're going in the right direction as a Yankees fan. Um, do I hope, you know, it, it changes? I mean, it's, you know, we were 500 team last year. Well, above. Slightly above. We're Three, not far. 30s. We're not far removed and we don't have that many different players from an ALCS birth the year before. So, I still think they have a better year next year. I do think there has to be some major moves in the offseason, and I don't think Cashman's off on the right foot and getting those major moves done. If I'm a free agent, it feels like it's it's in shambles over there in, in the Bronx. Yeah, it's hard to hear. It's tough. It just felt very – it felt like, like I said in the group chat, professor with tenure energy like you know i can say kind of whatever i want it's like and you know you guys just gotta he's wearing a good shirt like like the whole the analytics department thing that was like i still don't understand that flex like oh we have like one of the smallest analytics departments it's like have you not been paying attention the last five to ten years where all these teams are moving to analytics and you know and and seeing success from it and I guess it's not even true. Like the Yankees invest a lot into analytics. So I was like, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. It was a weird, it's because the New York media is always like, oh, we're analytically driven. Boone doesn't make any decisions. We need like people to make gut decisions when we're playing the game versus everything being an analytics decision. And the thing is like analytics are a huge part of the game and we should be investing there and you should have a big analytics department, but you need to focus on the right thing. Like the Yankees entire mindset and focus is on launch angle, which is, how you get a lot of strikeouts and a lot of home runs, which has been the Yankees' forte the last four years. And we had all of our offensive numbers were among the worst in the major league base in majors last year. And it sounds like, you know, they got a hitting coach that's focused on different things besides launch angle, right? Like it's, it, I don't know. I don't know where you go. Um, I think analytics are important. It's just, you got to, have the analytics department focus on the right stats in order to create a team that's, you know, can win games. And you look at the teams that were in the, like in the world series this year, it was the diamondbacks and the Rangers. Like, yeah, these teams were terrible last year. Right. And like they got guys on base and they were able to drive them in and they pitched well. Right. Like I'm making it sound simpler than it is, but you get a strong rotation that could stay healthy and you're able to drive runners in scoring position in like, that's how you win a world series. And it's been proven year after year after year. None of these major slugging teams ever feel like they come out and that like, that's the way they win the world series. I mean, I I'm trying to think back, but I, I can't remember in the last 10 years, a team that was just like a powerhouse power team hitting a bunch of home runs. Even the Phillies, the Phillies are strikeout or home run. Like, Yep. The run was fun, but then they ran out of juice and they could, they weren't hitting home runs and they lost, you know? Yeah. It's not a sustainable method. No. Pretty much. It's like, no. you know, you'll get hot for, for a week or two and you hope that it carries through. But it's like the Phillies, they were bombing home runs then last three games against Houston in 22, nothing. 
And then yeah. Same I mean, with D-backs against them. Yep. Against the D-backs, yeah. Yeah, that's that's hard, Pete. Well, maybe that could be you next year. I mean, yeah, I don't the know. Scrappy underdog. I think you're going to see, I don't know. I think, yeah, there's got to be a good mix of young and old players like Rizzo and Judge and DJ will will start next year. Like, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Glaber on the last year of his deal. But, like, you're going to see Volpe obviously starting. Do you bring up Peraza? Donaldson's finally gone. Like, Austin Wells. Like, I mean, there's just – The Martian. There's just, there's just so many – I mean, he's going to be out till June. I mean, he, when he comes back, he's playing. Like, let's just throw that out there. Um, Tommy Jones. Man, there's, there's a lot of holes. There's just a lot. We need a left fielder. We need Who's got more holes, the Pats or the Yankees? The Pats, yes. Can confirm the Pats have more holes than the Yankees. I mean, you, you mentioned all these position players, and you got pitching holes too. <laughs> Bo- both sides of the ball, you guys got holes. They did say yes. they're outside of the guy from Japan. They're heavily interested in Aaron Nola, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but he has, you know, year over year posted 10 to 15 win seasons. Um, steady arm. But I mean, the reality is like Rodon's got to figure it out. Like, you just paid this guy a bunch of money. He was terrible and he was hurt half the year. If he, he turns, he was a, talking. <laughs> yeah, and he was, yeah. But you get Cole Rodon, and whether this guy from Japan or Nola, I think it's a pretty strong top of the rotation, and who knows from there. I mean, you don't have much to spend. I mean, you just had forty million dollars come off the books with Donaldson. Yeah, I know, and you got a lot of holes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. It sounds or like four guys for ten mil each. Maybe Nola will take a ten-year, hundred million dollar deal. It's gonna be a long winter. Domingo's off the books. Domingo's gone. Frankie yeah. Montas. Nestor's on a cheap contract. Nestor. I don't know. Yeah, Frankie Montas. Who the hell knows what Frankie Montas is gonna do? Yeah, who knows. We really don't have like we don't have as many big contracts on the books as you think. It's really Cole and Judge. Rodon's is big, but it's not that big in the scheme of things. Well, Stan's like twenty something. Yeah, but even in reality, Stan's contract, even even Judge and Cole's are under forty. That's true, Pete. So Stan's been under know. contract for so long that his contract has gone from being an albatross to being not that bad. I think I think there's a world where we trade Glaber. And just do what the Red Sox did with Mookie and David Price and say, hey, if you want Glaber without giving right. us a bunch in return, you take Stan's contract from us too. Yeah, just unload it. Get rid of both of them, bring the young guys up, and then you just sign, you sign, you sign Soto and you sign the guy from Japan and you're, you're back rolling. But sign everybody. Glaber's not as good as Mookie. That's a, that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, Glaber was arguably the best shorts or best second baseman in the AL last year. Definitely the best player on the Yankees statistically. Best second baseman in the AL. It's up there. He had a great season last year. He said, "Arguably, Dan, you can argue about it." Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> I could argue that he's the worst second baseman in the AL. All right, um, that's enough November baseball talk. Red Sox still stink. Did you guys see that? Like at the winter meetings, there was like a stomach virus outbreak. 
Yeah, they ended it early. <laughs> they had to end it early. Yeah, probably dude. nice. They probably didn't want to. They probably just wanted to leave. Think they all think they all faked it to get out early. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. All where right. Do guys, well, where do we think Otani's going? Just real quick. Dodgers. Dodgers. Socks. They're saying he might be open to a short-term high ACV deal. Yeah, I heard that too, Pete. What does that mean? Like 55? $60 million for three years? If he's not pitching, he's not. Getting yeah, if he's not pitching, like. He's probably, he'll probably get like 55. If he's not pitching, he's getting 45. Mm. You're not you're not, like, you're not paying like fifty five for you're not paying fifty five for a DH. Sorry, right? But if you can right, right, right. close, I mean, then he's pitching. If he's close, yeah, 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 yeah maybe. <laughs> I meant like start pitching, Pete. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Otani. The sweepstakes begin. I don't know. They said he likes Fenway, likes playing there. He's got a dog named Wrigley. Cubs, Cubs are kind of getting. And everyone's saying that he's going to go to the Giants or Dodgers. I think there's a lot more teams in play than you think. I think the Mets are going to throw it if they're if he's open to a short term contract. I could see Steve yeah. Cohen just being like, "We'll give you 65 whether you pitch or not." Just yeah, three years. <laughs> so let's just make this easy. Yeah, that yeah, seems that's, they're a dumpster fire. The Mets. Fire. New York's a dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah. For for from. Uh, from the sports per- perspective, yeah. Well, the Giants are the the Giants are the biggest joke in the NFL right now. Yeah, From I mean, a playoff team to dude. just Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Tommy, Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Another Tommy New Jersey kid played at the same yeah. high school as Brian Cushing. One fact. Yeah. God damn. Two wow. Brian Cushing shoutouts. One pop. shout out. Shout out Brian Cushing if you're listening. Um. All right, boys. Should we wrap it up? Any picks? Do we want to throw some picks out there? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, right? Yeah. Well, I'll give you the updated stats, even though we've had a few weeks off here. I am 12, 9, and 2. Rick is 12, 17, and 1. And Dean is 13, 12, and 1. Let's go, Dean. Dean has eclipsed 500 for the first time in the history of the podcast. That, that's why it helped that we didn't record for a while. It allowed me to be above 500 for a couple of weeks. It's <laughs> a fair point, Dean. Yeah. Who wants to start, Rick? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, Cardinals Texans this week. Kyler Murray's back. K1. Uh, Texans are minus five. I am going to take the Cardinals plus five. And uh, the Raiders and the Dolphins. Um, my boy AOC, I'm gonna buy the hook. Give me plus 14 for the Raiders. Uh, I, I, I love that line, yeah. It's a lot of points. So, it's, all it's the, might be the, any good teams this year, and I'll tell you, the Raiders the, are good, but yeah, I mean, points. it's a lot of points. Uh, let's see here. Let me go into college football, uh, Michigan, Maryland. Um, I mean, Michigan continues to cover. They're on a revenge tour. I'll take Michigan minus 19. Uh, not a ton of good games. I'll take Georgia minus 10 against Tennessee. Tennessee stinks. I think that uh, I think I'm good there. I like that Georgia bit. Yeah, Georgia continues to cover too. Squad ride on Georgia minus 10. Squad Let's ride do the dogs. Go dogs. 
Go dogs. Wait, Oregon State's favored? Yeah. What? Minus two and a half. At home. That makes no sense. That doesn't make any sense. I think there's a lot. There must be a lot of money on Oregon State because I thought it, it opened uh, with Dude. Washington mm. being favored. That's weird. Okay. All right. I give me give me Washington money line. That's all right. You're locked in, Rick. That's that's like a plus one seventy pick. Maybe like plus one fifty. Do you know? All right. So. Fuck. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus three. You know, they're at home. The Chiefs just methodically find ways to win. So I'll take them over the Eagles minus three. Uh, like I said earlier, I don't really love this college slate this weekend. I'm going to be at the Purdue at Northwestern game. Uh, give me the Cats plus three. Wow. Wow, Dean. Yeah, I'll be there with my family, so I need to go for the home team. Um, let's see. North Carolina and Clemson. North Carolina has just disappointed me all year. So I'm going to take them plus six and a half <laughs> so they can let me down again. Um, fuck. I want to pick one more. I need one more. I don't want to go against Rick on that Washington-Oregon State game, but I kind of feel like uh, Oregon State's going to fuck things up for the for the Pac-12, so I'm not going to pick that. Uh, yeah, and you. you're welcome. Um, Ohio State-Minnesota. We just saw Ohio State or Minnesota get blown out by Purdue. I think they're giving up Ohio State minus 27 and a half. That's a girlfriend pick, right, Rick? That's a girlfriend pick, Dean. Did she make you take that? That's rude. No. That, this, this pick is my own. I don't even think she likes Ohio State this year. I think she thinks they suck. All right, they're, undefe- got- they're undefeated, Dean. How does she yeah. think they stink? Toxic Ohio State fans. We were talking about worst fan bases a few weeks ago. 10 and 0, not good enough. You got Georgia minus 10 as well, Dean. Yes. For the record. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Let me see here. I, I'll be honest, Rick. I liked a lot of the picks you had. Yeah, I'm sharp. I'm going to take Texas and buy the hook. It's minus seven and a half now. I'm going to buy it down to minus seven versus Iowa State. And I'm going to focus on NFL. Focus on NFL. Um, give me the Jets plus seven. That's betting with my heart a thousand percent versus the Bills. I also am going to take the Raiders plus 14 with Rick by the hook. It's four, it's 13 and a half right now. Let's get and, Hey, let's make that squad ride. You know, I just, I just picked the Dolphins to win the the division, but squad ride on the Raiders. Raiders plus fourteen. Okay, should you Raiders money line squad ride? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 we'll take the point, point, point one units. On that. 
Uh, my my last pick is is going to be the Lions. Um, the Bears have shown they can. I, is Justin Fields coming back this week? Do we know? Yes, uh, I heard yeah. he might be. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed okay. to be. So, um, a little scarier of a line with Justin Fields playing, but I'll take Detroit minus the nine. I think there's just a better team all around. Um, the game is in Detroit. Chicago's been playing better, but I still think Detroit ends up winning by. By by ten plus, so those are my picks. You also put me down with Rick on Washington money line. How do you not take that? Yeah, it's a rat pick, though. It's Oregon State's definitely winning. I'm riding Washington money line too. All right, what's that? Three squad rides. Yeah, Georgia minus ten, Washington money line. And Raiders fourteen. So we low key need to start tracking the record of our squad rides. <laughs> that's that's too much. Maybe you could track that. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that wraps it up. Hey y'all, prepare yourself. All right, yeah. that was good. Well, hey, are you already singing the rubber band, man? Rubber band, man. Rubber, rubber band, band, man. Any shout outs? Um, shout out Spaz. He uh he reached out asking when the new rigs was coming out. Um Do you think he got this far? I don't know. I don't know. Um he's a daddy shout, probably. Shout out to everyone. Shout out to all the listeners. Shout out all the listeners. Yeah. My sister Loyal. said she my sister said she's been been listening. Oh, what more about often. uh New Way? Oh yeah, yeah. We forgot to shout out New Way Cleaners. What up, and New ta- Way? And Taylors. Yeah, shout out, Man. shout out to our first official. No free ads, though, Jeff. Official, <laughs> official, unofficial sponsor, um, the Bayless wow. family at New Way Cleaners and Tailors in White Plains, New York. The finest. The oh, finest. Yeah. Hit that Venmo. Appreciate all the <laughs> listeners, though. And Appreciate also- all the listeners. Yeah, we love yeah. you guys. Well, that wraps it up for today's episode. We'll be back sooner than we were this week uh hope everyone has a great rest of the week and uh we are the big rigs and you all are big rig nation peace